hey, this is Cam. <laughs> Are you on this American life? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> hey, this is Mal. <laughs> And this is Their Eyes Were Watching TV, a TV and film podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about 90 Day Fiance, the original now at this point. There's so many spinoffs. Classic flavor. (laughs) This is season nine, episode 12, titled Different Expectations. If you have not seen this episode please go back and watch it and continue on with the news <laughs> really what what's happening right now <laughs> uh, that didn't sound soothing no it does it's just... <laughs> so uh unexpected <laughs> ah so I feel like news was a little dry this week for me. I don't I don't know about you. I was pulling pulling yeah. straws to get it things. Was. But happy news, I guess, to start with. Janet Hubert, also known as the original Aunt Viv on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, she got her first acting gig on like a regular series in 32 years. Like she's going to be a regular? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So she's been on the cast of AMC's upcoming sci-fi comedy called Damascus. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Oh, I'm happy for her. Yes. AMC is a steady gig these days. Yeah, sure is. I'm very happy for the black dress. <laughs> oh, come back. Yes. <laughs> A renaissance, if you will. <laughs> you, you won't break my soul, honey. <laughs> and I know how you love like an older actress getting her shine and her time. So. <laughs> <You> really do. <laughs> I there you truly go. <laughs> <laughs> we all have value. Yes. <laughs> ah, I love to see it. I love to see it. Big ups to her. Um. Did you hear about the Friends co-creator apologizing for the lack of diversity on her show, Friends? And failing, failing to apologize for stealing the entire show premise (laughs) from a Black creator. Oh, okay. So what I saw was that she apologized for misgendering uh, Kathleen Turner's character. And who played uh, Chandler's biological father, who um, was a trans woman on the show. Um, So I, and then I saw she had also apologized for diversity, but I didn't read that article. So I didn't, I didn't know what she had said about it or that she had left out the part about living single. Yeah, just basically, you know, sorry, I did this. Here's, you know money that I'm going to give and hopes to make it okay you know small token whatever whatever mm. blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, I saw that she was donating money, I think, to, is it Brandeis, Brandeis University, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the African-American uh, Studies Department. But, um, I I mean, it is, it's trash that the idea was stolen. I am a fan of both shows. <laughs> <laughs> You're torn, hey. <laughs> I don't know if I would say I'm torn, because, I mean, I definitely mm-hmm. think it's what happened wasn't right. Mm-hmm. I can't help that I enjoy mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a mm-hmm. it's, it's a gun problem. to your head. Gun to your head. Which show are you going to choose? Oh, I got to go with Liv and Sagal. All right. Okay. Good <laughs> answer. Good but answer. again, again, I do feel like Living Sagal, I, I don't see um, outside of this being a uh, you know, group of men and women who are friends in New York City. I don't see a ton of similarities, but the living single ladies are very similar to the Golden Girls ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sinclair is clearly Rose, Khadijah is Dorothy, uh, Ray Jean is Blanche, and Max is Sophia. And I mean, it's it's the same thing with Sex in the City. Like they are the Golden That's Girls true. ladies too. Like Samantha is clearly Blanche. Um, and girlfriends in that token yeah yeah so so i feel like that's you know we don't really talk about like a lot of (laughs) shows with like female friendships they really pulled from golden girls so that's real i mean i i just feel like you know we all um you know pull inspiration from different places but the way that the living single creators talk about friends it sounds like there was something more to it than just like oh like this is a cool idea I'm gonna do it with white people like it Mm. seems like there's some more kind of uh I don't know bad blood but like there's something else there that I feel like we're not getting all of it Mm. but yeah that's fair. That's a fair assessment. But we are oh severely off topic. But that's a good tangent. That's a good tangent, <laughs> girl. That's a good tangent. I appreciate you, girl. <laughs> um, have you seen these previews for Cameron's new HGTV style show <laughs> that's going to be on? What? What? It's not called. I was about to say pimp my house. I know that it might it might as well be. That's what it that's what it basically is. That's basically what it is. It's called hip hop my house. (laughs) Worse. Ugh, I'm just like ugh. Way to water down the culture, sir. I just uh, I don't see this going well. You know, I just I don't know the. Is this going to age as well as we think it is? (laughs) Is this even... uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it is, I guess, on the app. So, like, who's going to watch it? But... (laughs) Oh, it's not going to be on actual HGTV? It's No, it's on, like, MTV. But it's going to be on, like, Paramount Plus. Oh! I thought this was an actual HGTV show. Okay. No! I don't watch AGTV, so I was like, maybe they're diversifying their programming. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, nah, not with that. <laughs> um, well, I saw people talking about this show, and they were like, is it going to be like Pit My Ride, where like it's not 
really their car or i can't do you see that like the cars that got like were supposedly done over like weren't the actual cars they showed or the people didn't get to keep the cars it was something like something wasn't real about it and i don't remember which part it was but people were like so are are these going to be fake houses is it going to be that same thing oh see i thought it was the opposite that like people were like this this stuff isn't functional like after a while it starts breaking down and then it's expensive to fix (laughs) i thought i had heard that a while ago your turn i'm done i got nothing else (laughs) okay so the former star of the netflix reality show cheer jerry harris has been sentenced to 12 years in prison after being found guilty of engaging in the exchange of child pornography. Um, he's also been ordered to pay 35000 to a child pornography victim assistance fund. Yeah, uh, I, I never got into... How he gonna do that? What do you say? How he gonna do that? Well, I, I assume maybe he made some money from cheer. Or maybe restitution once he gets out. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I never watched it, but I remember like everyone loved him on the show. Uh, I hate to say it. He was, he was effervescent. He was, you know, he was a character. You really, he really sucked you in and it's a shame. You feel duped, boy. <laughs> Man, yeah, I'm like so disappointed because I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch it because everybody was, you know, raving about it. And it's just so disappointing to hear like, you know, he was involved in something like this. Yeah. So a couple of very exciting new movie trailers came out uh, over the past day or so. First, <laughs> you're real excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I guess I've been itching for some good movies. I feel like, you know, it's been a drought. Like, you know, content is short these days. Side note Did you see Top Gun? Because everybody loved it. I fell asleep on it, but you, well, I you started everything. I mean, it was like I feel like it was it hit all the beats. It was like cheesy from what I saw. It was mm-hmm. you know what I expected, kind of cheesy, but updated with the times. Yeah, I kept seeing people say it was better than the original. Oh, okay. Maybe I need to give it another watch. I don't know. Uh-huh. I feel like the original was great. It was great for its time, you know? Mm-hmm. I haven't rewatched it in a very, very long time, but it was a great movie. I remember loving it as a kid. I've never actually seen it. Wow. Yeah. So uh, back to the <laughs> movie trailers. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> What's so next? The Woman King, starring Viola Davis and John Boyega, uh, dropped their trailer it looks so damn good it's about mm. the uh, women warriors of the Dahomey kingdom um, in the 1800s and mm. okay yeah like it it looks so good like I've not been to a movie theater since COVID started and wow. I'm tempted <laughs> to like go see this in the theater it looks that good okay yeah wow Okay, I need to check it out. I haven't seen it yet, but... Oh, you haven't seen the trailer? No. Oh, I'll send it to you. It looks incredible. Ooh, okay. 
Also, the trailer for the mockumentary Haunt for Jesus, Save Your Soul. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry Regina Hall and Sterling came, K. Brown came out. Sterling is the pastor of a mega church and Regina is first lady. It looks so funny. <laughs> like they yeah. both, it looks very foolish and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm happy to see Sterling doing more. Yeah. And I love Regina. Who, who doesn't love Regina? In any, like, comedy, drama, she's fantastic in everything. Everything. Yeah. Uh, but that is going to be in theaters and on Paramount Plus. Everything is coming on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, like, they must have money because they really do have everything. Sheesh. I feel <laughs> like a lot of, yeah, a lot of movies have been coming there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I still need to watch that um, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum movie too. That's on there. Watched that um, this past weekend, or I finished it. I started on a plane and then I finished it this past weekend. It's cute. Okay, I might I might watch that this weekend. I need something light and funny. Yeah, it's it's very that very very that perfect. And the last bit of news tying into our show tonight, 90 Day Fiance, there's a bit of trouble in the water for stars of the 90 Day Fiance spinoff show, The Family Chantel. Chantel yeah. and Pedro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was announced today that Pedro has filed for divorce from Chantel. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched them on 90 Day Fiance um, and I've watched episodes of uh, the family Chantel here and there not a regular watcher um so I thought they were doing okay I know like you know they have issues with both sides of their families but I was kind of surprised to see um they were getting divorced but I was reading um you know people commenting about it and Mm -hmm. they were saying that Chantel was complaining that they hadn't had sex for six months Mm. and some of them think that Pedro Pedro's now like um a realtor and they think that he's maybe getting a little too close to one of his like real estate colleagues <laughs> Damn. okay yeah so, they showed this on the show or this is just people speculating I think it must be on the show I don't know how oh. they would know about uh this you know lady realtor who he's friendly with so okay all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know I, I feel i don't know why i feel disappointed to hear that but <laughs> I just I, keep together oh okay i i'm not as familiar with them i did know that they were on the show and that they had a spinoff but i never i never saw either but i heard i was reading in the comments that people were saying she stole and like took 250k out of their bank account their joint account i saw um, i saw that people were saying that i don't i don't know is she like is she like crazy people kept calling her crazy and like she was like abusive towards him i don't know child they were going wild i was like i don't even know what to believe it's just accusations flying everywhere that's yeah it's weird because it's like people are saying stuff about like both of them so I don't maybe they are both toxic I don't know like I mean back when I was watching they both seemed fine mm. so you know I don't know what's changed in more recent years but yeah I, I forgot I did see that thing about her taking out like 
250000 or whatever from their joint account. And then <laughs> apparently setting it up in an account that has her and her sister's name on it. Yeah, that's weird. So, yeah, I don't know. People are also saying they think it's a stunt for the show. <laughs> oh. um, they're not really going to get divorced. Oh, I, like as bad as this might sound, I kind of hope it is a stunt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because that's a sign of a healthy marriage. <laughs> I mean, it might not Pulling stunts together <laughs> for our entertainment is rolling the dice on their relationship. And that speak as much to the marriage as um just them being um fame obsessed to an unhealthy degree, which mm-hmm. you know that's not good, but it is separate from the marriage so it also becomes a job for these people like this is their exactly yeah i that's what and i saw someone else mentioning some like other people from 90 day fiance who they think are maybe still just staying together so they can keep getting that check i feel that way about uh benny and ari (laughs) well i feel like benny definitely wants to get his green card because he don't want to lose another kid yeah Ari, i, I, I don't know we're we gonna get to her Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah we can roll right into our show for this episode uh as cam mentioned we are talking about 90 day fiance uh original style different expectations so just to give an overview of the couples this season, we have uh, Yvette, who is 48 from New Mexico, and her fiance, Mohammed, 25 from Egypt, Kara, 29 from Virginia, and her fiance, Guillermo, 23 from Venezuela, Bilal, 42 from Missouri, and his fiance, Shida, 37 from Trinidad, uh, Jabri, I always want to say Jibri. (laughs) (laughs) Jibri, 28 from South Dakota. And his fiance, Miona, 23 from Serbia. Patrick, 31 from Texas. And his fiance, Thais, 25 from Brazil. And there's also Emily um, from Kansas, 29, and Kobe from Cameroon. Quote uh, RuPaul, 30, <laughs> 34, who were not in this episode, which I'm kind of, kind of glad about. I need a break. Oh, she wears me out. Um, and uh, last, we have our repeat offenders, uh, who we've seen for several seasons. Um, Ari, Ella, 30 from New Jersey, and Biniam, 31 from Ethiopia. So... If you have not watched 90 Day Fiance or you're not familiar with um, the premise of the show, basically in the United States, if you want to marry someone from a different country, um, you can bring them to the States on what is called a K-1 visa. And with the K-1 visa, you have to get married within 90 days uh, from the date that they arrive in the United States. So all of these people um, are going through the k-1 process and they're trying to figure out if they want to get married at the end of the 90 days so the fun thing about this season is and i'm saying fun sarcastically is (laughs) one annoying person in each couple Mm. 
like <laughs> actually i saw like uh i think it was like an instagram post that was like um there's never been another 90 day fiance season with like as many annoying people Ooh, that's no truer statement <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like i'm trying to like i think maybe patrick and thais annoy me the least but I also find their storyline very boring. And when they come on, it's just like, oh, I don't care. Like, girl, tell your dad you're getting married. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get there. So we are going to start with Yvette and Mohammed. As I mentioned, Yvette um, is from New Mexico. Mohammed is from Egypt. And there is a 23-year age difference between them. Yvette is 48. Mohammed is 25. So... They're, they were planning to get married a little earlier and, you, you know, Yvette wants to have her, the, the wedding she envisioned, she wasn't sure she was ever going to get married. So in order to get everything, um, you know, situated, she says, you know, we might need to push it back. And he, Muhammad gets very upset because he wants, <laughs> he wants to get his, his green card because he doesn't like that. He, he says he doesn't like that he can't work yeah. he doesn't want to be sitting at home all day and he also wants to go back to Egypt to visit his mom yeah so I find Muhammad incredibly immature <sighs> like when he first got to New Mexico and I, I I don't know why Yvette didn't take off the next day after he got there but <laughs> Hey, you know how these jobs could act with PTO. Maybe she couldn't. <laughs> you know, I can't. I can't get mad at her for that. But what annoyed me was that his expectation was she was going to make him breakfast and bring it to him in bed because he had just got there. And I'm like, you're a grown man. Like, crack an egg. Grown man with the baby voice. Like his whiny, like nasally. <laughs> talk is like it is like nails on a chalkboard to me like I couldn't that in addition to his immaturity is like oh girl what are you doing he's another child do you want to take care of another child (laughs) it his voice drives me crazy and I think like if his personality was different it wouldn't bother me as bad but it's like he tries to you know, kind of like be controlling and like, you know what I expected and blah, blah, blah. With this like delicate ass voice. And I'm like, oh, get out of my house. Oh, <laughs> like, for example, this was, um, I think a couple episodes ago, he wanted to have a bidet installed. So <laughs> Yvette got the bidet. Wait, is and- it, I thought her name was Eve. Isn't that even? Let's see. I was like, it's her first name. Is that like her full name? I thought it was. I thought he was just calling her E for short. <laughs> no, I is it E? <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. Okay, so Eve. <laughs> no, hold on. I need to double check this. Okay, yeah. Please, please double check. I really thought it was just E for short. You're right. It is a bit. I thought it was. I thought it was Eve all this time. Okay, I, I thought because got me full. Got me full. I googled the couple so I could write down <laughs> all this information. So I was like, did I just add that myself? Okay. Yes. So Yvette, Eve for short, 
<laughs> anyway, she got this bidet because Muhammad wanted it. And I guess neither of them could figure out how to like attach it to her toilet or whatever. She calls a plumber to come do it. Uh, Muhammad, uh, so Eve has a like, I think 11 year old son, Some, something like that, Thorin, um, who has. Theron. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm fucking these names up, child. <laughs> Theron. Child, just wait till we get to Jibbery. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, Eve has like a, I think, 11 or 12 year old son, Theron, um, who is special needs. And I will say, I feel like Muhammad is very sweet with him. Yeah, definitely. That baby voice goes a long way. <laughs> with Theron. <laughs> Probably very common, yeah. Um, so as long as he's not talking to people the way he talks to Eve, I'm sure it's good. So anyway, so he was Muhammad's in the living room with Theron, and Eve is in the bathroom with the plumber. And then so Muhammad comes in and he's just like, You can't be in here by yourself with a man. And she's like, Well, what am I supposed to do? And he was like, You can't be in the house. And she was like, Am I supposed to be outside? And Muhammad said, yeah. <laughs> you you see what's happening. Clearly, there is nothing sexy about anything that's going on right now. Like, if you want to wait in here, I can go into the living room with my son, but like I'm not gonna go wait outside in my own house. <laughs> right. And also like his expectation that she would know this and like know his culture is like kind of wild. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to educate her. And he keeps using that as an excuse for like his kind of crappy behavior. Like you knew you were mo- you were marrying a Muslim man. Like yeah. you knew I would want you to convert. You knew I would want my child to be Muslim. Like did I? I feel like they they have they've definitely missed like the big conversations. <laughs> like they don't seem uh, yeah. to be at all on the same page. Right. But it's just uh, this is a couple I hope they don't make it I hope they don't make it (laughs) for Eve's sake my goodness girl Eve 100% needs to end this like this is such like I feel like neither of y'all are going to be happy if you try to continue on with this no and I'm questioning after this episode I'm questioning his motives because he seems like he just wants a work visa (laughs) yes okay so then um let's let's talk about it so then later um so he can't drive yet so he has a little bike (laughs) (laughs) hey that is a good mode of transportation i'm not knocking it It i'm not either but it was just i don't know it was kind of precious how he just hopped those little bike went to the coffee shop but so So he felt free okay (laughs) he can get off the house (laughs) again it's it's no judgment actually i thought that was kind of cute but so he goes to the coffee shop uh to meet a friend and you know he's just kind of like airing out his grievances about everything and saying you know like this isn't exactly what i expected when i agreed to move here i mean he basically to a certain extent i understand his argument that like why can't we just like get legally married and then have the ceremony later on down the line like they don't need to be the same thing yeah, but he seems definitely way more intent on being able to work and support him. 
himself in this country and get his family over here than he is in which you know uh a honorable thing and like a very you know you should want to do those things but that seems to be more of his motivation than uh figuring out these big life differences <laughs> that the two of them have right um and yes now that you mentioned that i remember him saying something like um you know, even if this doesn't work out with Eve, then I could find someone else to sponsor me. And <laughs> I felt like, like his friend looked kind of nervous, like, uh, you got somebody in mind? <laughs> he was like, it ain't gonna be me, Playboy, but <laughs> that's what that was. He was, he was fishing. <laughs> he <laughs> dropped <True>. that line. <laughs> if he was gonna fight. <laughs> And the friend acted uh, completely naive to everything he was saying, which I applaud him for. But uh, Muhammad also said um, he feels like Eve doesn't care now that he is there to take care of her son, because Mm -hmm. now she basically has like built in daycare. Um, But also, Muhammad, you expected Eve to take care of you. So I feel like he's just mad that like he's doing duties that he feels are like woman's work or beneath mm. or whatever the case may be. And he didn't expect he was gonna have to do any of this. He was gonna be treated. He even he said in the early episode, like I was looking for someone to take care of me like my mom does. <laughs> and I feel like he's annoyed that he actually has responsibilities. Yeah. Welcome to being an adult. And a step parent. <laughs> right you were engaged to someone who has a child like what did you expect yeah i mean Theron does seem very precious and they they seem to have a really great bond but he yeah he also mentioned um you know about her holding his paperwork hostage and not helping him get through the process or getting the process started and I'm like, dude, what's a month? Like, what are you, what are you about to rush out here and do? Like, <laughs> you know, like, what, right. what are you, where did, what kind of job you think you're going to get? <laughs> I mean, I get it. it. That is a very, like, privilege. I understand my privilege that comes with that being an American and saying that. But it's just like, it's rough out here. Like, <laughs> you know, these wages, they love, they love. Yeah. And that, like, they, there's a very short window of time that he is here before they have to get married or he has to go back to Egypt. So like you said, like, it's not going to be that much difference if the way, like, it's not like the way going to be pushed back for like six months. Right. Um, and like, I understand like wanting to work as soon as possible. And he mentioned there was a backlog of people, like, I guess, waiting to get their green card and stuff like that. But clearly, y'all have a lot of issues so Mm -hmm. I think rushing into a marriage would be a terrible idea like y'all need to like Eve is right like y'all need to like take your time and like make sure this is actually something that is a relationship that is sustainable because right now it's not looking like it right or like when are they happy I feel like I understand his motivation I understand Mohammed's motivation for being in this in this relationship what is eve's because what is it what does he bring to the table you know like what is it yeah so far it just seems Abs. like complaints 
I don't want to get you so far, child. <laughs> and that's what but I'm saying. I feel like that's it. Like you say, abs can't keep you. Abs can't keep you warm at night. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's it. Like he's uh, good looking. I don't think there's much else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sad. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like. She didn't seem. She said she wasn't desperate to get married. She never saw for herself. So like, why this? Why this kid? Why someone who's yeah completely different religion than you? Do you think that Muhammad truly loves Eve? Uh, This this episode makes me question. I don't know. I I think it's convenient for him. He he's on a mission to get his family out of Egypt. And she is, she's a golden ticket. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't see it working out. I feel like he's probably going to get married and start really imposing, like, I need my wife to be this. I need her to be that. Muslim, 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 this, this, that. You're not cutting it. Let's get a divorce. When, whenever that clock is like up on, mm. you know, when he's in the clear for his yeah. citizenship. Because they're so different. Like, how is she even going to have a child? She's, unfortunately, like, at an older age. Is that even safe? Is that even safe to, like, try and carry a child at that age? Um, I'm, I mean, clearly, I'm not a doctor. I, yeah. I think she could carry the child. I don't know. <laughs> I think it would be harder to, um, I, I think the term is carry the child to term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just, that might be harder since she's forty. Yes, it just seems risky given that, like, you already have a child that you know needs you. True, that's true. Yeah, so. very true. Anywho, next couple, we spent a lot of time on them. <laughs> my God. So moving on to, in my opinion, the most boring couple of the season: Patrick and Thais. As I mentioned, Patrick is from Texas. Thais is from Brazil. And Thais has a big problem with Patrick's brother, John, who <laughs> lives with him. Which John. I, I, can't, I can't figure out why she has such an issue with him. Is I, mean, I can see how I think it's, it's a part of its cultural difference. She doesn't, she clearly, she has a, uh, I don't know. She has a weird thing about like his family versus her family. Like she seems close to her family, but doesn't seem interested in being very close to his side family. Other than the other brother though, when the other brother showed up, I was like, okay, maybe it is. I think John makes her just uncomfortable. I mean, he is, I think it's, if you're not used to that type of person, or even like culturally someone who's from boston or isn't that that's where they're from like he has a uh boston or northern yeah because i think patrick said he doesn't have the accent because he moved away to go live with like the other parent or something yeah i think yeah it's a little uh watered down (laughs) with patrick yeah so i could i could see how his delivery and demeanor could be aggressive to her how she could perceive it in that way and i think he also seems to often be intoxicated <laughs> <laughs> this is true 
But what what really pissed me off though was like if he's not your fiance, you're not dating John. And like there was that one day where it was like breakfast and he was drinking, John was drinking a beer, and Thais was like, Really, a beer in the morning? Why are you worried about it? If, if John won't drink a beer, he can drink a beer. They ain't your man. Like, <laughs> let, maybe John had a hard fucking week. Like, let John. <laughs> that's real. That's real. I also, maybe it's cultural. Maybe people don't do that where she's from. Maybe, you know, brunch ain't a thing. I don't know. I just feel like she's going to find fault with anything that John does. Oh, yeah. She didn't want to live with him. She had, she was like on a mission before she got there to not have him there so a hundred percent hundred percent just like yeah i from what i've seen like when she first got there though he was trying to be you know pretty friendly with her so it's just that i don't i don't quite understand the energy she's from just, her she doesn't want to live with him she doesn't want to live with him she wanted to like you know nest it, with her fiance just the two of them which i can understand but like that's not the situation you're coming into yeah and it's a pretty big house it's not like john is like right up on y'all you know i mean he does seem to have the entire second floor (laughs) and that living room that's a living room with no windows they have a living room with no windows and that dude is creepy it's small it's so crazy that you were so I was looking at Airbnbs for an <laughs> upcoming trip and I sent one to the group and Cam noticed that one of them did not have windows in the living room. And it's so <laughs> crazy because I did not notice that about the Airbnb. I did not notice that on and pa- and Patrick and John's house. I think that's <laughs> interior designer things. I like no nah, man, that's that. a vibes thing, man. I just like sunshine. I like light. I like natural light. I don't know. I guess I just thought it was nighttime. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about it. <laughs> my house plan <laughs> so so um we see patrick out getting drinks with the boys with john and one of their other friends and he's telling them about um the trip he recently took with thais he surprised her over trip to las vegas uh you know enjoyed the sights blah 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 Thais realized that, uh, you know, Vegas is a place where people, you know, go get married on the whim, on the fly, whatever you want to call it. So one night she surprises Patrick by driving him to a wedding chapel and she's like, let's just get married. (laughs) Here's the issue. Thais left Brazil without telling her father that she was planning to stay in America in order to get married to Patrick. Her dad just thinks that she went to go visit Patrick for like, an indefinite amount of time i'm sure he's thinking maybe a month or two at most and she does not want to tell her dad until after she gets married wow right and patrick is like absolutely not like (laughs) your dad is going to be pissed i feel like that's disrespectful like you need to tell him we need to tell him like i'm not going to marry you without your dad at least knowing and here's kind of what's getting lost in communication patrick thinks that he has a good relationship with Thais. <laughs> he's like yeah like you know i, I got him something for father's day we hung out we had some beers um thais tells us in her confessional that her dad does not care for patrick at all right which patrick is like 
you know, I think our relationship is pretty good for two people who like speak different languages. And I was like, bro, you speak Portuguese. What do you mean? Like, you I was communicate with this man. <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, you speak Portuguese to Thais all the time. <laughs> like, you should know if this man likes you or not. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You yeah. know what's up. So it's it's weird because it's like Thais doesn't, I guess she doesn't want to hurt Patrick by telling her that her dad doesn't like him. But then he's upset with Thais and doesn't want to get married because she won't tell her dad. And we're just kind of in this uh, circle of mess. Well, like his, uh, uh, I don't know, employee said, employee slash homeboy, um, He's just going to do whatever Tice wants to do. He's probably still going to marry is. her. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> fully the dad's fully think so too. Yeah. But like, do you think he was wrong to like tell his brother or for, do you think it was a r- real question? Do you think it was wrong for John to bring it up to Tice? Was it his place? Not at all. I don't, <laughs> I think Patrick talking to That's John. That's where I ask questions. <laughs> what did you say? Since we're asking questions, that was his <laughs> intro. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he, he is looking like funny. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I I think Patrick absolutely like you talk to your friends about stuff. If you have siblings, you talk to them about stuff. He was venting. He you know he loves this woman he wants to get married to her this is this is a big deal like i don't think there's anything wrong with like talking out with your brother and your friend uh but yeah i think john bringing it up to thais especially when patrick is not there um just kind of caused an extra while she's cooking (laughs) what the fuck was she cooking (laughs) with ketchup heavy on the mustard and that's it no salt no pepper (laughs) Just, I'm like, what? <laughs> huh? Here's and you Googled that? <laughs> you, she was looking at that. She Googled that. Like, that's what it oh said. God, she was looking at that's the, what it said. The recipe. That can't be what it said. <laughs> I listen. I I think of stroganoff. Is it like Russian or whatever? Some kind of dish. Um, Something. I'm. I've never seen it with ketchup and mustard. So, you know, Brazilian friends, let us know. Is this, <laughs> is this really how you make a Brazilian stroganoff? Because I feel like it's incorrect. It's sad. Sad if that is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ooh. And the, the other thing I noticed was like, you know, she was cutting up that chicken. And I hope they just edited it out when she washed her hands. She just went and was touching and she grabbed the onion, touching <laughs> uh, touch the faucet, you know, stirring the pot, like touching her phone. I hope that she washed her hands and we just did not see that part. Judging on her kitchen skills, I just, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> also, what is her obsession with turtlenecks? Like, to be someone who's from a very warm climate and lives in like Texas, which is a pretty warm, dry, you know, humid yeah. sometimes climate, like what's with the turtlenecks? Like <laughs> she loves the turtleneck. She got them in every color. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> I didn't notice. 
That's true. How did she? Where did she acquire so many turtle? <laughs> so, so many. So many. It's a thing. It's her signature. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I did want to say she let John taste some of it. You see, he spit it right back out into the sink. No, that was rude. <laughs> that was very rude. That <laughs> was <laughs> but funny. <laughs> yes. So it tastes good. Tastes good. <laughs> and then when he asked his brother, he was like, how does it really taste? He was like, it's good. He was eating it. I was like, ooh, he loved that woman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That and that's I think John said that like you're blinded by love because ain't no way. Ooh. Ain't no way. So yeah, after John brings us up with Thais while she's making her Brazilian mustard stroganoff, <laughs> uh, Patrick comes home and they all sit down and, you know, they kind of start talking about it more. Thais gets upset. She walks away. And then John and Patrick are at the table talking about it. She's like right around the corner. Like it almost looked like a cartoon. The way she, she's like, oh, well, he has to see her. He has to see her. And these cameras have to be pointing at her. Like, you have to know right. something. Like, come on. Come on. And yeah, I kind of feel like his job was like, you. then John started talking about the bachelor party. And Patrick was like, why? Why would I want a stripper when I have the hottest woman right in front of me? I'm like, oh, you see her. You, yeah. <laughs> you know she's right yeah. there. <laughs> exactly. Laying on thick. Right. <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> but yeah i i feel like patrick and john are absolutely right in this situation that thais needs to tell her dad absolutely like what are you doing what are you doing and is there a mom like they don't ever she never mentions her mom like where's the rest of the family on this does everybody know but the dad <laughs> or does nobody know question I can't remember if she talked about that in the first episode. I remember her saying her dad had cheated on her mom and that's why they got divorced. But yeah, I can't remember where if we saw her mom or anything. But yeah, I mean, it's it, they're absolutely right. Like this is going to look very bad on Patrick if they get married and her dad has no idea. So hopefully they- how, how immature she is. Oh, very, yeah um oh one thing i forgot to mention part i think part of the reason too why there's so much um tension in their relationship is patrick cheated on thais while she was still in brazil so that that is important to note it's not that thais is just acting whatever kind of way out of nowhere he did break trust (laughs) with her so i she I, I was like, mad and secure about it though like she's she took very. it to the like 10th degree tracking him <laughs> yeah the way she acted <laughs> at that impromptu party like she right tugging him down in the kitchen yeah and the way she reacted at the bachelor party like girl like get it together like know who you are like stand up in that like <laughs> right right Don't yeah worry about this dude who like I don't know is does he have legit businesses something about his like lifestyle just seems real shady like real like pyramid scheme uh you know mlm type stuff so what did he say he was um something with sales he's in sales because he said he did something and then john i don't know did the other part of it i can't remember what it was but 
I don't know. It, it does look like they downsized on uh, the house because this mm-hmm. one in, um, where are they? Dallas is smaller than the one in Austin. Yeah. But he's driving these fancy cars. Oh, yeah. That drive themselves. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Something about it seemed a little fishy. Like he's scamming out here. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, moving on to Kara and Guillermo. Uh, Kara is in Charlottesville, Virginia. Guillermo is from Venezuela, but he was living in the Dominican Republic, which is where he and Kara met. They're really cute. Um, oh, no, no. Well, I, I think Guillermo is adorable. I have feeling. I feel like Kara, like when Guillermo's like, you talk to me like a child, you at like, like what you go or what you says goes and i feel like he's right like kara does treat him like that but i do feel like if they can work through that they probably have like the best chance out of all the couples i agree i agree they seem like i feel like people that meet in like uh i was living abroad situation seem to have a much truer bond than i think some of these online folks (laughs) you know yeah you know yeah i mean i think she needs to cut back on that and you know she can do that and kind of let up a little bit then i think yeah maybe they could work but i I think he's adorable yeah he is he's so he's so happy to be in america my god (laughs) he said he got (laughs) teary-eyed he's exactly got teary-eyed Several times at the wedding venue, at the rodeo. So yeah, they went to a rodeo this episode and he teared up here. He was like, wow, hearing the national anthem in America, it's just, it's wow. And I was like, can't relate. Who's going to tell him? (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to tell him? Charlottesville of all places. (laughs) Ooh, girl, you know I was thinking it. So sadly, uh, last episode, Guillermo's, one of his brothers passed away. Mm -hmm. So um, I I do think that, you know, Kara really tried to, you know, take care of him and make him feel better after that happened. So Mm -hmm. she took him to the rodeo this episode to try to get his mind off of things. And, you know, he got to try like that, you know, like kind of carnival food, like, um, terrible nachos <laughs> oh yeah those look gross but um or i guess they didn't really have carnival they didn't have like the fried oreos and stuff but like it was like a hot dog and nachos actually yeah. you're right it was, it was a little low budget that, that was like a uh, high school football game <laughs> <laughs> i was literally about to say like this is what we used to serve at our high school basketball <laughs> exactly <laughs> Uh, but yeah he seemed that you know he was enjoying himself and he was like yeah you know we have something similar in Venezuela blah 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 whatever and so Kara tells him basically you know like Guillermo wanted to have a bigger wedding Kara was like we don't have the money like we can just go to the courthouse like whatever and I think after his brother passed away she was like you know I kind of need to yeah I'm gonna meet you more in the middle so, you know, we can look at, you know, doing something that's like a little bigger, 
that we can still afford and you know kind of like we need to like live in the moment like I can't always be so mm-hmm. concerned about saving moment or saving money like we have to enjoy what we can now so that's beautiful that's real love man that's that's really like seeing someone is in need of something and compromising for the other person that is that was beautiful it is but i Uh wish that it takes something as you know tragic as a brother passing away for her to see that you know but my man was being ridiculous come on now he was he was having some lavish dreams (laughs) (laughs) some lavish dreams about a wedding but she wasn't willing to even be like okay like well we can look at cheaper venues like she took him to like that really nice place basically to shut him down like oh now you see how expensive it is yeah 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 but like <laughs> they could have found like a cheaper place they could have rented out a restaurant to do you know like there's other ways around it and I, I so I'm glad she's seeing it now but I I just I wish it could have happened you know before like you know a loss like this happened yeah you know hindsight 2020 but you know she's doing it and you know I think that's that's really wonderful but you know we were just saying the same thing for muhammad and eve like what's postponing you can go to the courthouse and get married and have a ceremony and like a wedding afterwards that was her point it wasn't like she didn't want to do it she just wanted to like save up like she was being fiscally responsible <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that's a much different situation though than like than Kara Guillermo like what do you mean that was her her entire point was like we can't do this right now like let's let's save up our money let's do something small or just go to the courthouse no but I'm saying like I also think they just need more time in general like I feel like Karen Guillermo whether they get married at the courthouse or they get married at a venue they could be fine but I feel like Eve and Muhammad need they just don't need to get married anywhere. Oh, <laughs> right yes, now. yes, of course. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I will say, so yeah, I, I, I think I have the most hope for this couple. Kara annoys me a little bit, but <laughs> she's, I feel like she's like the least annoying of the annoying people. And I get annoyed that people, when people make jokes about her age difference, like she's only six years older than him oh yeah 23 is so young though oh my god it is young but like look at some of like the other ages like you know there have been men on the show with women who are young enough to be their granddaughters and like y'all are calling her a cougar for like she was in first grade when he was born like this isn't exactly <laughs> robbing the cradle um and like okay, also that... like <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead they're both still in their 20s so yeah yeah, yeah. And, and he seems he does seem mature. He seems more mature than Muhammad. Oh my god. Yeah. Worlds away from Muhammad. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So <laughs> moving on to Jibri and Miona. <laughs> this season's resident blackfish. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Which I'm I have to admit, I was telling a friend about Miona last night. And I was telling her how 
we both thought that she was a person of African descent. And <laughs> so I showed her their Instagram and she found one picture. She was like, wait, if this woman isn't black, I ain't black. <laughs> like there ain't no way. <laughs> she was like, there's some other pictures on here where like I could maybe see it. But like the one she sent me, it was like them hugged up. And I was like, this really does look like like a like a hashtag black love picture. I sure will. But then we just we just like went off on like a ridiculous tangent. Like um she looked like she's, you know, from the Bahamas or somewhere. And then my friend was like, she looks like she's from Durham. Yeah. <laughs> like she was like she went to HBCU, like she crossed the burning sands. She might have been, <laughs> might have been Miss Black and Gold 2015. Like this like a black woman. Uh, nope, not even. Not even. Not even. Ancestry.com. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Jabri and Miona have been having some issues about Jabri feeling pressure to meet, you know, kind of the things that Miona are expecting, such as moving to someplace like, you know, California to a bigger city and also having a beach wedding. So talk about a couple who won't compromise. <laughs> right. My God, <laughs> those two, they're exhausting. <laughs> I don't even feel that. I don't think I feel that annoyed by them individually, but as a couple, I'm just like, okay, like <laughs> they're they're irritating. Do you get to him like talking about her with her, his grandma? Like, yes. Okay, please get to that because my my <laughs> my my. So yeah, so last episode he had a talk with his mom, and you know, open up to her about you know these pressures that he was feeling from Miona and uh his parents brought it up at dinner and now apparently him and Miona are not speaking so he um went to go uh on a hike with his cool ass grandma like she's like really chill and um <laughs> her little patch of, what is that blue purple hair blue purple yeah something like that and uh you know it was just basically talking things out and his grandma was just like you know I want I want you to be you know excited about this person I want you to feel sure and then she did say when he started talking about Miona she felt like she saw him light up and she was like this is what I wanted to see from my grandson did he light up I, I don't know I mean I I don't know I don't know him that well but the, the grandma says she saw it so. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay trust grandma i guess right. so i mean i assume you know she knows uh jabri better than we do so you know maybe she's right but he said to his grandma that he felt like you know miona's kind of distracting him from making music and you know his passion of you know being a creative and so to me like that's a huge red flag like if someone's distracting you from you know, these things that make you happy, these things that you want to pursue professionally, like the things you were doing when you met them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I, you know, I feel like that's, that's a huge red flag. Uh, I was going to ask you if uh, someone was distracting you from your love of singing or um, interior design. 
would you, would you end things or would you sacrifice your passion to be with that person? I mean, people do it all the time, namely women, but no, I don't, I, I couldn't survive in that environment. You know, I'm an Aquarius. I don't, I don't like stringent boundaries. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't actually know a lot about Aquarius. So that's, that's interesting. You know, I just, I like to be free. I like to, not that I'm going to, you know, you tell me not to do something, it makes me want to do it type feel. You know, like, uh, it's just, it's not going to be an issue. Right. It's not going to be an issue. But I thought it was interesting when he was talking about what he liked and loved about Miona. And <laughs> he said basically that he was in love with her marketing and IG hustle game because I didn't hear nothing about like, the qualities it takes to be in like a, a relationship with somebody. <laughs> this is true. He was like, you know, we can just hustle. We're creatives together. Like she had an entrepreneurial spirit. Like that was so attractive to me. And I'm just like, those are all the qualities that you want in a wife. Yeah. This is this is this is the world we're living in now. This is the social media era. That that is like, wow. That's the threshold. That's the threshold. Yeah, what do you say? Like, she already has 6,000 Instagram followers when I met her. That was attractive. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just feel like they, their love, or like, I don't want to say their love, but like their relationship feels very surface. Like, on both, from both of them, it feels very surface. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Yeah. So after, uh, you know, venting with his grandma, he takes Miona to a some kind of dessert restaurant. And I want to say, I, I feel like I see why Jabri don't have no money. Because <laughs> he spends it all on buying matching, matching outfits. <laughs> why are they always matching? Like, how is that even possible? Uh, I guess they're wearing unisex clothes, but I mean, I mean yeah, you got about two of everything, right? I mean, not even like you know how they could both buy the same kind of clothes, but why? Like, I feel like he just like stacked clothes before. Clearly, I mean, he does <laughs> he does love good marketing, <laughs> <laughs> like the he just like stocked up on these clothes before she got to America and he was like, great. Okay, Monday we're wearing this. Tuesday we're wearing that. Like, <laughs> and I can't believe she's just like, all right. Like, she's into it too. She is an Instagram entrepreneur. Okay, this is all for the gram, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah it is. It's something. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the whole, you know, like, j- 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 yeah, Jabri. <laughs> had to check, had to check myself. <laughs> so Jabri, you know, talks to her about his concerns, and he's basically like, uh, you know, I don't want to spoil a princess. I want a queen. I'm trying to build an empire. <laughs> black serves. Have you? I have heard of black serves, and I'm like, this can't be. This cannot be the same group. It just. You've heard of that? 
I I was like listening to one of my playlists recently and like a song came across and I was like, this cannot be the same, same group of people that was wow. in that group fighting. If you have black serves on a playlist, I'm about to close this computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll have to I'll have to look it up and put it somewhere. But I was like, this can't be. This can't be. I don't believe it. If you actually have it on your playlist, you need to like share it on the Instagram or something. <laughs> okay. I can't, All right. I can't believe you're one of <laughs> the Black Serb supporters <laughs> <laughs> helping Jabri build his empire. Jabri. <laughs> so, uh, anyways he uh you know he says all this and basically is like you know you don't compromise with me i need some level of compromise and it seems like miona kind of hears his concerns and she said that she is willing to try to be you know more more independent and try to you know meet him where he's at a little bit more except except what for when it comes to that wedding. <laughs> she ain't budging oh, on that wedding. <laughs> There's an asterisk <laughs> next that's, to that. That's right. The wedding is a non-negotiable. <laughs> she's she's wilding about this wedding. Like, why is the wedding getting all of these couples like hung up? <laughs> it, yeah, damn. Yeah. Wow. Every single, every single one, I think, except for uh what Kobe and whatever her name is and uh, oh, she's been stressed about that way she bought herself the ring her I forgot ring. what do you mean I forgot she bought her own engagement ring uh, that crazy <laughs> hell and why would she pull it out the night he gave her a ring like she's horrible she's a terrible person like yeah she really is a terrible person <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we we shall see what happens with uh, with Jibri and Miona. They're gonna get married. People say they're already married on the internet. So I've seen that. Yeah, but this is all fake. <laughs> They've been married. Yeah, and I think I've been seeing. I thought this episode I saw Patrick with the ring on in one of the confessionals. I was like, oh, they're probably oh. already married. Oh shoot! But I could be wrong, child. You know, or sometimes, you know, they'd be showing like a mirror image. So it looks like it's on one hand. hand. Yeah, maybe so. But, so I'm like, not the way he was yelling about uh, telling her dad, or maybe he just wanted to do that for TV. So the child, dad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I did my part. I tried. You see, right. I tried. <laughs> right. This ain't on me, sir. <laughs> so moving on to the couple that truly infuriates me the most uh Bilal and Shida who for me this is I think like other like certainly as I said other people on the show annoy me but watching Bilal I think is so triggering <laughs> like because I feel like I've like dated people who are just like like only like only my feelings matter and like you can like they can find a way to like um I don't almost like manipulate you into being like you're right I'm sorry like even mm-hmm. though you did something shitty to me like I shouldn't have done this like much less shitty 
or not shitty at all thing to you like oh like yes. please don't pout please come outside like <laughs> it's it is it's very triggering to watch like Bilal is yeah he's uh very feels very familiar to me <laughs> so whack he's so whack but like i'm a fun guy but the minute you do something fun he's like no <laughs> like completely shuts down and like throws a tantrum like thought you were mr fun guy like what's up what's up <laughs> exactly so the last episode him and china go to atlanta to visit his sister he takes her on like this big ferris wheel and it's very romantic they're having a good time he feels this would be the perfect time to bring up the prenup so that completely changes her mood and then he takes her like on a uh, horse and carriage ride uh after the fair as well and he's like i would sing to you but i feel like it, it's weird now and i'm like yeah. <laughs> yeah like of course it's weird girl like you you want you talk to her about a prenup when you're supposed to be like you know sweeping her off her feet on this day like Mm-hmm. this could not have waited for like another day right. like so you know she came back to him and she was like okay you want to do your prenup then you need to put something mm-hmm. like to protect his money she really wants to have kids and he's kind of like uh we'll see so she's like well, you, you don't want to- kids <laughs> right he already has two kids who were uh, maybe like 11 i think the son's like 11 or so the daughter's like 15 16 he don't want anymore but he knows Shaida wants kids and so she's like you need to put something in this prenup about having kids like Mm -hmm. the the prenup's gonna protect both of us so he's how this episode he's pouting his feelings he's just laying on the bed his kids are over they're downstairs in the den by themselves he's too busy upstairs pouting like a fucking hormonal teenager because something didn't go his way Exactly. And, Mr. Uh, I'm with those prenup out here. She right. prenups back and you're mad. You're upset. Like, what? How dare you? How dare you counter? <laughs> no self-accountability. Like, it drives me off the wall. So, so uh, textbook, Shaida's like, come on. Like, it's a beautiful day. Let's go have fun. We'll do yoga. Your kids are here. Like, and he's like, oh i guess like girl like grow up he's so fucking immature so anyways they go outside they do yoga he finally tears up and uh, he doesn't take her class at all seriously well no no (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like the kids didn't because he didn't exactly he made an entire mockery of it she said this defeated the entire purpose of yoga but i guess it got him out of his funk right right so she let it slide so then at the end which i think also shows his like level of respect for her is like in the garbage exactly yeah uh so they basically kiss and they're like all right let's just like kiss and make up and i don't want to but she says that like you know i don't want to be mad anymore which help i get my man back (laughs) right I'm like, why do you want him so bad? Right. Who who was this man? Because he's been the same since he's been on this campus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there have got to be some eligible bachelors in Trinidad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So later in the episode, Blau's ex-wife Shahida. These are these are very similar names. So <laughs> Shida, Shahida, Shida, and Shahida. So and maybe both light skin. Got a type. <laughs> He absolutely has a type. Both like <laughs> they even had on the same color hijab when she got <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. She very... said she won't try to make eye contact with her though. <laughs> Wait, wh- which one said that? Shahida. She's Shida says Shahida came in not wanting to make eye contact. Yeah. Like, I knew something was up. She won't try to make <laughs> eye contact. That's right. Yeah, I was really good. So I'm gonna call the ex-wife Shah just so it doesn't get confusing so shy came in on some real weird energy like she was like you know i'm gonna come over and have a combo (laughs) yeah and like she just seemed to have like a chip on her shoulder and she was basically like you know blau told me about the prenup and you know i want to make sure my kids are protected blah 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 like how do i know like you're not here to take his stuff and it's just like oh and she even uh shy even said like i'm annoyed that Bilal did not set up a meeting for me and Shida earlier mm-hmm. like, that's talk, a real problem that's they a talk real to problem. him right like exactly. then why are you getting mad at Shida like what was she supposed to do reach out to you no Bilal should have been doing all of this exactly this is that like I don't know I feel like she definitely has misdirected anger at this woman needs to be at Bilal but mm-hmm. Talk about overstepping bounds. Like, this is not your place, girl. Like, this is a conversation you need to have with Bilal, and he can be your, like, messenger or try to get some of your your uh, points taken into consideration. But, how, girl, don't come to me with this. This is none of your business. It's not your business. If he wants to do this, that's on him. <laughs> yeah, and that's what Shida was like, sweetheart, you're lecturing the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> and that too she was like i've given him my terms it's in his court basically and he didn't want tripping yeah yeah it was very I, i'm just i feel very bad for shida like i feel like she's like getting such weird energy for like everybody i'm like is this just how people are in kansas city like what's going on i mean her first day or like introduction to people there was that day at the mosque when he tried to leave her at the side of the road and like didn't introduce her to anybody well and that, that was the day she met her like that negative energy definitely probably carried over into that <laughs> that awkward uncomfortable yeah. energy yeah he 100 should have like set them up at the mosque to like chat mm-hmm. but that wasn't the first day the first day was when he tricked her with that cargo van and took her to his old childhood home that nobody had lived in for uh, almost two decades and got mad that she wasn't pleased with like rundown uh, furnishings and things. Right. I'm like, this is like, you've had me fucked up from jump. Like, I, there's no way I would have still been in Kansas City. She's go home. Like her little sister yes. circle said, like, you ain't, you ain't no banana boat girl. Like, right. you go back home. You somebody back home. Go back home. Yeah, that's what she said. You know, I got my business. I've been in the newspaper. I got a whole life back home. Like, girl, like, Shida, like, you will be fine. Like, you will find somebody else. You do not need somebody like Bilal. Right. You know, Kansas City real estate acquisitions. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. This, come on. <laughs> Then when his ex-wife was talking about, you know, we want to protect, uh, you know, we're talking about generational wealth. And I was like, 
did, did you like you and me you and me cam did we <laughs> underestimate how much money this man has apparently apparently <laughs> and it's like a, a girl your beef is not with me you need to take this out with him like this needs to be a part of y'all's agreement this ain't got nothing to do to me exactly. <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing okay <laughs> Is that your Trinidadian <laughs> Yes, that's my Trinidadian <laughs> Trini gal. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, yeah, that is probably the number one couple I am really hoping does not make it because I just, I do not want this for Shida for, for her sake. Yes. Yes. Please, you seem girl. sweet. Yes. Just don't get it. I don't get it. What? Where's the joy? As Grandma um, Jabri says, <laughs> where's the joy? <laughs> oh my God! Exactly. I, yeah, I feel like Shida. Like she's been pretty chill this whole time. Like if she, he didn't put her through, because I would have yes. left day one. <laughs> as soon as I got off the plane, saw that man. Nope, take me back. Take me I back. think I would. I probably would have gotten the van when once I got to the. <laughs> Once I got to the house, I know this might be his work van. I don't know. But I mean, he's a real estate agent. <laughs> but I don't. Does she know what he did? Because that's the other weird thing. Because like he would not show her any parts of his house. So I don't know so, how much. He was so manipulative, I right? Guess. Which also that part, I probably wouldn't have got on the plane. Like, show, you could show me like a room. Like this is weird. Mm, very. But yeah. All right. So now we're moving on to our uh, our Hall of Famers, mm. our your fave. Been too longers, <laughs> right? <laughs> your fave, ninety day fiance, castmate Ariella and <laughs> Biniam. Uh, Ari lives in uh, New Jersey. Biniam's from Ethiopia. So Benny, the champion. Yes. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> proud of him. So yeah, he had a, a like MMA fight last his first one last episode and he won. Yeah, in like 30 seconds or something crazy. It Under was, a yeah. minute for sure. Yeah, it was really quick. They've had a really crazy story and it's just it's 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 been a mess from jump basically. Uh she was traveling in Ethiopia. She saw Biddy, thought he was hot. <laughs> They hung out, hooked up, and eventually she got pregnant. So, yeah, like, so she was living in Ethiopia for a while, and she, I feel like Ari, like, loves hanging stuff over his head. So, like, even there in Ethiopia, she's like, I don't know if I want to do the K-1 visa. I don't know if I want you to come to the States with me. And the thing that was, like, extra fucked up about this is, like, Bidium had, um, another kid with an American woman like a few years prior and she ended up going back to America and taking the kid away from him and he never saw the kid again so like Ari knows how like triggering this is it was really Mm -hmm. sad like because she went back home for a while because like the baby Avi had to have um hernia surgery and I remember, like, watching that back, like, when she's at the airport, like, Benny, I'm running up and, like, just trying to get last kisses into Avi. Like, you can see, like, how panicked he was about, like, this might be the last time I see my son. Like, it was Mm -hmm. was really sad. Mm -hmm. So it's like she's always hanging this stuff over him, but they go through the K-1 process. Now he's in New Jersey, 
and now she's you know finding little things like you know well we're this different I don't know if we need to get married you know stuff like that I just hope very true I mean valid points <laughs> but I, I just hope Biniam because Biniam seems like a very sweet guy to me but I hope he can just like bite his tongue long enough to get his green card he's been doing that for so long I want so much better for Biniam I do too but I want him to keep it up so he can get his green card so he can't be separated from his kids again <laughs> that that's a that's a long time yeah I mean because I don't know how long they need to be married like post acquiring green card for it to like them to not need like a sponsor yeah I just she's so controlling like he's trapped like Ooh. it's sad yeah. to watch it's sad to watch like he clearly has these very big lofty dreams that she is not in support of at all yes yeah it's like every time I hate how she like shuts him down like all his dreams like with the MMA thing like he won and she was like okay well now you got it out of your system now you can focus on me and Avi and I'm like do you want him to make money then like he needs to like he needs to keep practicing this if this is something he's good at like he can make a lot of money doing this like why are you trying to like stop him from you know following like I get it you have to drive him like an hour each way or whatever it is but like don't you like you work remote girl like (laughs) like, (laughs) you you could take him you got time and then so when they were in Ethiopia um in Addis Ababa Benium was performing uh in like a nightclub show <laughs> and he was like he would dance with uh an ex-girlfriend and mm-hmm. Ari felt some kind of way about that fast forward to oh we find out her best friend in this whole world is her ex-husband Leandro from I think it's from Argentina I don't and, know <laughs> and Okay, you know, it's one thing, you know, maybe like it didn't work out. We stay friends. This man is all up in their relationship. Like it's beyond disrespectful. The last episode, they did a dinner for Ethiopian New Year. And mm-hmm. of course, it was supposed to be, you know, them with Ari's family. Ari ends up inviting Leandro to come too. And she does it when Benium's there. So Benium's like, yeah, sure, you should come. <laughs> but of course, he doesn't want him there. And then they get there and the family is basically like the family and Leandro or Leandro, they're both talking down on Benium. And mm-hmm. they even suggest that like when Ari goes dress shopping, she's gonna go for mom and Leandro. And Benium's like, I don't think he needs to go with you to go pick out your wedding dress. Right. This is this is strange. And like she clearly she loves it. She loves making him uncomfortable and putting him in this situation Mm -hmm. because there's no other reason. Like I I really think she takes pleasure in it because he's expressed how uncomfortable it makes him. And then you send them both to go get you a pregnancy test. (laughs) Like who does that? Who does that? Who who says like, I think my ex-husband knows me better than my future husband. Just kidding. Like, no, you weren't. (laughs) Right. You weren't kidding. Like she she sucks, man. She really sucks. Ooh, truly. And you can see it in her face. Like, like you said, she loves it. Like when they're kind of going back and forth or it gets uncomfortable, you see that fucking smile on her face. Like she lives for it. Like having 
almost having two men. Right. She lives for the drama. Yes. So like you mentioned, uh, this episode, Leandro comes over to go wedding dress shopping with her. And she comes out and she's like, I really don't feel well. I don't think I can go. And uh, she's like, you know, I feel nauseous, whatever. And then Leandro is like, this might be too personal, but when did you, <laughs> when did you last have a period? What? And I was like, why did you just ask like, oh, maybe you're pregnant or, you know, something like that. Like, did you eat something funny? <laughs> like, you know, that's what you jumped to immediately. Asking about someone's cycle is that's <laughs> very fucking personal. And so, yeah, like you said, she, or, or like Benium can't drive in the States yet. So, or I don't know if he drives at all, but Leandro's <laughs> like, I can take him. So they go to the pharmacy to get a pregnancy test. And on the way there, Leandro's like, you know, how many kids do you want? Benium says, oh, I would love to have like 10 kids. I want as many kids as possible. And Leandro's like, oh, Benny. <laughs> Leandro's like I don't think she wants that like we were together she says she only wants like one or two or something like that and so then I don't know in my night naivete I thought that was going to stay in the car and of course <laughs> nope. as soon as they get back Leandro, right. <laughs> I'm like Leandro like just say you want Ari back like <laughs> clearly you do and he's like so in the car we had an interesting conversation I was like Bruh, come on. <laughs> Since we're asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that might be the title. Since we're asking questions. I love that. <laughs> so um she he so Leandro's like, you know, Ari, how many kids you want? Because Benny said he wants 10. And and then that's when Ari says the thing like, oh, my ex-husband knows me better than my future husband, which mm-hmm. oh, I just it just she's always hanging something over Benny's head. And it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's trash. Um, but oh, yeah, and then she said, like, in her little confessional thing, Benny should have told me that he wanted 10 kids. I'm like, bro, you should, why didn't you tell him you wanted two? Like, what, <laughs> like, Apparently neither of y'all said anything so that's right. equally on you right but then didn't she go to ethiopia to like right after her divorce with leandro because leandro didn't want kids no so i think what happened i don't even know if she was divorced yet she might have only been separated because he had got a job in indiana and she didn't want to move to indiana so she <laughs> was like i just when stuff like that happens, I have to get away. So she went traveling, and that's when she met Benny. So I don't even know. If she, I don't. I, I, yeah, I think we found out on the last season of I don't know the other way, whatever the last mm-hmm. show they were on. We found out that she was married. She was still legally married. I don't think we had known that before. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Ari is messy. Oops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Leandro ends up going, he's like leaving to go back to Indiana like that night or the next day or whatever. So um, like a day or so later, Ari takes Biddy out for pancakes and also to harass him about the number of kids that they each want and other dumb shit that she can find to pick a fight about. So she says, um, 
you know, you want more kids. I don't get along with your family. You don't like Leandro. And I'm like, okay, so you're just like scraping at shit now because you're talking about your relationship with like his blood relatives versus like your weird ass, close ass <laughs> relationship to your ex-husband. Right. Like that's not at all the same. Like you don't have to keep Leandro in your life. Like I don't Pretty disrespectful that you do keep him in your life the way that you do. Right. Like y'all ain't just like, you know, sending a few messages on Facebook. Like this man is in your house, in my house, mm-hmm. touching my child, to mm-hmm. paraphrase Beyonce, um, and asking about your period. Like, like right, openly. Right. Um, and I'm just like, you know, you're sabotaging your future because, you know, you can't let go of a past relationship. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's way too close so oh yeah and then so benny was basically like i think he you know tried to keep the peace so he can keep getting so he can keep on tracking his green card and he was like you know i just i don't want to talk about it right now she was like you can't keep not talking about it. right right you need to talk about it sir <laughs> but that's why i feel I'm, he just seems so trapped man like he, oh, he can't yeah. really like express himself because he puts his citizenship and the ability to see and be a part of his kids' lives in jeopardy. And that's that's a tough place to be. But it's also like you got into this that you should have known after your first one. You should have known. <laughs> but alas, here we are. This is true. Like, are y'all, like, Ben, are you wearing condoms? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> apparently not. Apparently right, not. Right, right. But, you know, I hope he can find a sponsor who can... <laughs> Sponsor his citizenship and his MMA career. Yeah, you know, maybe Muhammad can help him out with finding sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> this is another sponsor episode. <laughs> Do we have another one? Got myself a sponsor. Sierra <laughs> Marie. Uh-huh. Oh, that was, I think you talk about P Valley, ain't you? <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the last thing I'm gonna say about Ari and Benny is that I've noticed when Benny has some kind of like big accomplishment, like when he did like that party for like his like new music video, um, when his sister threw that wine on Ari, which I really enjoyed. Ooh, <laughs> or yes. Or like when he won the MMA fight, Ari is hugging all up on him. Like she's jumping on him. Mm-hmm. Like she's so proud. Like, I don't know. That's something about that's just like so shitty to me. Like you only want to be there like for his wins. Yeah, basically. But then you sabotage him in every other way. Right. Blow a spot up at the gym, embarrass him in front of all his uh, <gasps> training buddies. <sighs> Thank you that yes an episode or two episodes ago she got mad because she came to pick him up from the mma gym and he was practice sparring with a female partner all this while their coach is watching again this is like uh eve in the bathroom with the plumber there's nothing sexual (laughs) they're literally practicing and then ari came up and she was like in the girl's face like what's your name like uh the girl's like you know rebecca we're just so i wouldn't have answered i was shocked she answered i was like Bitch. 
I will do it. <laughs> but then she was like, well, if y'all just practice it, why you got on makeup? I was like, Rebecca, <laughs> please punch her in the face. Like, <laughs> you knew these cameras were going to be here. You got on makeup the same way I got on makeup. Exactly. I was just, I really. Trying to look cute. <laughs> right. <laughs> For my TV debut. <laughs> but I really wish Rebecca would have punched her in the face. I wish. Yeah. I get it. She couldn't have been, you know, intimidating. But I'm like, girl, you could have. Want this little child uh, intimidate you, and telling you a name? Right. Like, what's it? What's it to you? <laughs> what's it? Partner. To you? <laughs> <laughs> she should have said whatever Betty wants it to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do you have anything else for Ninety Day Fiance? No. No. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you have your eyes on, Kim? Oh, I feel like I'm finally back into like scripted television. All this reality, Ooh, it's getting, <laughs> it's getting crazy. Um, ooh, child, we picked the wrong week to talk about P Valley because it got mm. super duper spicy after. <laughs> after that yeah, <laughs> we were one week too early. Ooh. that thing got spicy i can't wait that's that show is so good it's getting it's getting real interesting um i don't i didn't love this past episode with miss mississippi's backstory why not i mean like i enjoyed learning more about her but i i don't know i just i felt like she had been on this like trajectory of like building up her strength and her power and she even says in the episode like i'm really the one in charged like I let people think they're in charge but really it's me and she seemed to like be getting her power recharging or charging up and then just has like a complete like just complete backslide (laughs) into where she was before and I'm like I I don't know that that makes sense for where she was you know like I, I don't know I don't like that I don't like that I mean I guess you have to find a way to get her back to Chuck Elisa, but I just, I don't like that it had to be that way. I did hate that, um, like, when she, you know, came back and saw that her boyfriend had been beating mm-hmm. and she was like, well, you ain't gonna get that job no way, and I'm like, it's, you know, not quite the same as beating him, but I'm like, girl, stay quiet till he leaves, and then <laughs> You could you could gather your things and take your kids and go. Like, why don't right. start with him? He's about to leave. Right. But I mean, I guess I get you're probably so angry it's hard to keep it in, but I just wanted her to be able to get out while he was gone. I also thought it was interesting that episode, they seemed to really gloss over the weird dynamic between her father and her stepsister. Like, did you peep that? what the fuck was that yeah they they just they threw that in like once and never again i was like whoa whoa that was irresponsible (laughs) (laughs) like where were you going with that like i thought (laughs) why even include that yeah i thought he was just you know being shitty to uh Keyshawn's mom by you know get with this flight attendant but now he's messing (laughs) with her daughter like Right. What? This is this is oh 
dark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's getting good. I'm enjoying Pea Valley. The Roly. Yeah. Um, I've been watching, getting caught up on the latest season of Umbrella Academy on mm-hmm. Netflix. I've got a couple more episodes left of this current season. Uh, same thing, Stranger Things. I've got one more episode of this season. I gotta start it. Yeah, it, it starts a little slow, but it gets good. It gets okay. really good. And then I finished the the most recent season of Barry. That comes oh, on HBO. Yeah. Ooh, it ends. It ends dark. This final episode is dark. <laughs> Isn't he? I've never watched it, but he's a hitman or something, right? Yeah, it's like it's a dark comedy. Yeah. But it still like finds a lot of humor in it, mm. and there was like none this episode. It was really real. Mm. In the season finale, it's really real. Mm-hmm. But I also. So I want to watch Westworld. I I am I need to get caught up on the previous season. I think I got like halfway through it. I need to finish it and then start this new one. Oh man, I keep forgetting. Like <laughs> I keep opening up the HBO uh, HBO Max app to watch reruns of like the New Adventures of Old Christine and Martin. <laughs> and then every time I open it, I see Westworld. I'm like, oh fuck, right. I need to. I love Westworld, so I I, I got to start that this weekend. I think there's only one or two episodes. It just started. Yeah, yeah. I think it's only two episodes in. Yeah. But yeah, you got you got to watch last season. I know. I need to finish it. I, it was. <laughs> I don't know. Once they left the actual Westworld, I'm like, eh. Am I as interested? It gets a little. I don't know. It just gets so like conspiratorial, you know, kind of. Mm yeah what you got your eyes on uh i'm also watching umbrella academy i am almost done with this current season and very much enjoying it um married to medicine is back on sunday oh this coming sunday Uh uh-huh oh yeah yeah yeah. i'm very excited about that i love a sunday night Real Housewives of Atlanta, married to medicine mm. combo. Like that is my, whew, that is the best. That is primo TV. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I'm also watching Girls Five Eva on Peacock. What? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Five Eva. Yes. So it's not four Eva. No, because four is not long enough. So, <laughs> that's like the show is fucking hilarious like I thought it might be funny but like it's way funnier than I expected so it's a show um like I think Tina Fey is like one of the producers or co-creators and it is about a like early 2000s like TRL era girl group and so the girl group is called Girls 5 Eva and so like they're like signature song is like um gonna be famous five eva because four isn't long enough <laughs> lame did you say lame yes <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's a comedy so like all the songs you see are like very cheesy or uh-huh. or like very problematic like 
you know, we're just here to make out with guys. <laughs> like, and then so now they're like, you know, they're like 40s and they're like trying to do these songs and have a comeback. And they're like, oh, like this is this was actually really terrible. I can't believe we sang this. But it is like I'm not doing it justice by describing it, but like it is so hilarious so the group is made up so one member like died I guess like a decade or so prior so the other what happens is like this rapper um he his name is um Lil Stinker (laughs) he he, uh samples their song which makes them come back into the spotlight. They, they haven't talked to each other in, you know, like a decade plus. So this is literally the plot of Queens. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so far. This is the first it. episode. <laughs> <laughs> but so Girls 5 Eva is made up of Sarah Bareilles of, you know, I'm not going to write you a love oh. fame. Oh, like real. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Busy Phillips. Paula Pell, who was like a Saturday Night Live writer, and mm-hmm. uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry, who played, um, she's been, she's a big theater person, like she was in Color Purple, Lion King, and she played Angelica Schuyler in um, Hamilton. That was like the sister. Who, so she black? Yeah, she's black. Okay. <laughs> who like Alexander Hamilton was like in love with like his wife's sister. Um but it's so crazy because like I was watching the show and I thought Renee was like maybe like in her mid to late 30s. So I was like, oh, OK, she's playing a little older. I Google this woman is 51. She looks incredible. Mm. But wow. yeah, um, but the show is hilarious. And uh, Vanessa Williams has popped up as a uh, talent manager. Oh. And so she's like, oh, no, basically she's like. I don't know if I can tell y'all as a group, but you guys have individual things that I could use. So like Sarah Bareilles' character is a good songwriter. So she sells some of her songs and we see that one of the songs gets sold to Lion Babe. So they make a, oh, an appearance. Oh, I love Lion yeah. Babe. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, I highly recommend it. It is just, it's silly. It's fun. If you need some light to watch after a long day, like it's very good. Um, and like season two just came out not too long ago. So I just started that um, a few days ago. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So it's very good. Um, hidden gems. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I did not expect it to be that funny, but I it has me rolling every time. So I know we only usually only talk about TV shows, but I I have a book recommendation. Oh, oh, all right. Get literary on them. I know. Look at me. Um, to be honest, <laughs> I, I listened to the audiobook, but <laughs> okay. All right. Fair. It's TV related. It is Hello Molly, which is the uh, autobiography of Molly Shannon, famous from. Uh, mainly famous from SNL but she's also been on Will and Grace she was a never been kissed and she is the mom on the other two and Mm. um it's really cool she talks about you know some of her most famous characters like Mary Catherine Gallagher superstar and Mm. Sally O'Malley the joyologist 
um, NPR's Delicious Dish. Like she talks about like how, like where these characters came from and how she always tried to, you know, do characters where she found humanity in them and wasn't like just making fun of them. Um, so that was like, it was really cool hearing that. And also I did not know about her childhood at all, but um, her family was in a car accident. I think her dad had been drinking, he fell asleep at the wheel. The car accident killed her mom, her little sister, and her cousin. Mm. So only she, her older sister, and her dad survived. And then her dad was an alcoholic. So she was kind of became like a stand-in wife almost, where he was very dependent on her. Mm. Um, So just hearing about, you know, how she grew up and how she got to where she is, very inspirational. Um and uh yeah and choked up (laughs) no i'm not i'm not (laughs) there were parts of the book that got me choked up but i'm not choked up right now but (laughs) i just i i highly recommend it what made me listen to it was uh my cousin told me about a story she had shared that's in the book about when she met gary coleman and (laughs) um it's when she was like uh i think 20 21 and he was like 18 and basically he was he was trying to you know get some stuff popping with her um in his hotel room uh she was trying to get like basically picked up by his manager or his agent and so uh she was like you know he invited me to his hotel room I think you know this is like cute little Gary Coleman from different strokes I don't expect I'm not thinking about anything sexual she gets up there he's trying stuff but since he was so small she said he was able to just like throw him off (laughs) (laughs) not throw him (laughs) she threw across the room (laughs) I feel bad because like obviously like this is, like if he was like <laughs> I feel bad because obviously if he was a bigger man like, this would not be funny at all but she said like she kept throwing him off and then he would jump use the bed as like a launch pad to jump back on her and she oh just kept throwing him. <laughs> and she was like I, she was like I never felt scared because he was so small but like <laughs> But I like it was tiring because I like had to keep throwing him. <laughs> and so then she like ran into the bathroom. <laughs> I gotta pee. And, like she shut the door, and then she said he like stuck his like fingers under the do- door. Door, <laughs> like I can see. <laughs> That's creepy. That is creepy. So. It sounds like a fever dream, but she she shared the story in like the late 90s on Conan O'Brien. And like, she was like, Gary never reached out to me. He never disputed it because he knows like that shit happened. (laughs) But yes, Hello Molly by Molly Shannon. It is uh, a great book. Like she, her drive, everything she went through, super inspirational. Like I loved it. <laughs> I mean, that story alone, I want to hear the snippet. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty damn funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so 
please continue listening. Thank you to everyone for listening today. Um, rate and subscribe. We are on um, Apple Music. <laughs> Podcast. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. <laughs> We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, um, anywhere, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. And you can find us on social media at Their Eyes Were Watching TV on Instagram and Facebook, all one word, or on Twitter at TEWW TV Podcast. We have also started a TikTok. So if you are on TikTok, please follow us at TEWWTV Podcast, all one word. Very cool. Wow. Until next time. Yes. Yeah. Um, Love each other or something. Yeah, do that. (laughs) But not in a weird way. I don't know. (laughs) The appropriate amount of love. Give it to one another. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Whoa, 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 boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you don't even recognize your own <laughs> So I was like, why does that sound so familiar? <laughs> <laughs>